When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show, a how to watch edition. You know, we all, you know how to listen here. We're, we're available wherever podcasts are available. But how to watch our favorite sport of college football seems to get more complicated by the day. And so I'm bringing on my friend Ralph Russo, one of our most dedicated listeners, but he also covers college football for the Associated Press because he and I had a conversation on his podcast that I think got a lot more interesting this week with some news. Ralph, when you heard that Toledo Notre Dame was going to be broadcast exclusively on Peacock's premium tier, that's NBC's streaming service, what were you thinking? I was thinking, oh, this is a glimpse into the future. And we've already seen little glimpses of this, right? That at some point, this is the first step toward NBC saying, okay, Notre Dame fans, how badly do you want to watch Notre Dame? Like, how many of you can we get? Because we need to bulk up Peacock, right? Peacock is going to be, eventually, Peacock may just be NBC, right? Eventually, all of this to be streaming, and you're going to be paying for everything you watch, uh, good listeners out there. In our lifetimes, you will be paying for everything. There'll be no more. Maybe you'll turn on the TV and and get weather, right? You'll get some local news, and that'll be the only thing that won't be. Or or the dedicated, there's a dedicated Kitchen Nightmares channel that is on one of the free smart TV channels on, on my right. living room TV where you turn it on and Gordon Ramsay is yelling at you. So maybe that's the only thing that'll be free. Yeah. In New York, if you've ever been through New York, it'll be New York One. New York One is a is a dedicated New York news channel, only New York. It's been on Channel One forever. And that'll be like that. It'll be New York One, squirrels and cockroaches. Those are the things that will serve <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah. Um, so you're right. Peacock is this is NBC's play to say, OK, we're going to put a lot of stuff on here. We're going to try to see what the audience is like for, for Notre Dame Toledo. We, we know we're not going to get a massive audience, but we'll be able right. to. I'm not buying that game. But if you're if you're a diehard Notre Dame fan, game. I'm not. Buying are you going to buy that game? How bad yeah. do you love Notre Dame? How much do you have to complete the set of watching every single Notre Dame game this season? How many of you will do it? And I think that's a great test because Notre Dame's TV rights come up in 2025. You know, they want to know if if the diehards, if this many diehards will buy Toledo, then it means we can get this much for the whole season. Right, right. Because then how many will watch for Virginia Tech? Then how many will, will tune in for USC when you and I start going, oh, I guess you need Peacock, right? Mm-hmm. right? I just went, and it's also conditioning, right? Because I just went through this last night with Peacock. On the Olympics, I wanted to watch USA Australia basketball that started at like midnight, but I didn't really want to watch it that much. And I certainly didn't want to watch it for $4.99 or whatever I was going to have to pay for it. So, you know what? I passed on that. That was not my threshold. But for other things, I have a threshold, right? Like I wasn't down on all the Disney. 
until all like I didn't get Disney Plus until all of a sudden all these new Marvel shows started showing up. Right. And at that point, it's like WandaVision. Yeah, I'm buying that. Like I, I, I need to see that. Amos and Loki, baby. Yeah. So we all have a pivot point. And, and the other thing, too, it's the conditioning. It really is that idea of like I'm conditioning the users, the viewers, the people, my audience to hit that button and say, yeah, it's only it's only four ninety nine. It's only eight ninety nine. And by the way, oh, there's some other cool stuff. I'll talk myself into the fact that I want to see this other stuff, too, to justify the fact that mostly I really just want to watch Notre Dame. Yeah, I want to rewatch the chili scene from The Office with Kevin over and over again, or I want to see the new Save by the Bell. You're right. And and this is not just a Notre Dame thing. This is not just an NBC thing. This year, you're going to have one game per team in the SEC on ESPN+, Plus, which is they are conditioning you to get used to watching a game on the ESPN app. They are conditioning you to pay for ESPN+. Plus. And I, the, the thing that makes this interesting to me the most, Ralph, is I got a question from a reader for my mailbag that asked, would it be worth more to the Big Ten to just go exclusively to Fox when they sell their rights? And their rights are coming up. Like the last football season under this current deal is is next year. So they're probably negotiating now. But would it be worth more for for Fox and for the Big Ten for Fox to overpay the Big Ten to have it all so that when either Fox creates a streaming service or Fox sells what it has, which would be the Big Ten, BTN, the Yes Network with the Yankees, like into another streaming service. How valuable is that? Yeah, and it also gives Fox just a ton of content to fill the whole day, right? Because like if the S, if the ESPN is going to be doing SEC and ACC all day, well, we can now do Big Ten all day, and we can give Big Ten the platform it deserves. Mm-hmm. We can create. You know, we can create a space for Big Ten fans to come and gather and not have to hear all that. It's a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space where they don't have to hear the SEC propaganda. So, you know, you end up balancing it out. Like, I don't know if that's great for college football, frankly. I mean, we, we you know, you, you think about the NFL is owned by many networks right. and all promote the NFL. They're not promoting just you know, the AFC, the NFC, or, you know, their small space of it to the point where they're shutting out the other or ignoring to a certain degree, the other parts that don't own. Now, they talk about the NFC on CBS and they talk about the AFC on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. And now in college football, you could be moving toward a space where like ESPN becomes the voice of the of the SEC and ACC and the Big Ten and, and, and Fox sort of counters with, no, 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 we're going to be the voice of the Big Ten for all you folks who are tired of hearing about the SEC. I, I don't want to get I don't want to get political here, Ralph. I'm just this is just from a strictly business standpoint. It's not like Rupert Murdoch hasn't already done that once and made a lot of money that way. Right, right. The idea that we are the space for the thing for, for you people. For the thing you like, and they're the space for the thing those other people like. And right. th- there's money in that. Yeah. It's it, it's knit, right. It's the idea to a certain degree where everything is becoming a niche, right? So I, I could totally see the Big Ten deciding that that's worth it to them, especially from a money perspective, too. I mean, again, like the consolidation of rights. Um, you know, the the the, the, the college football at large leaves money on the table because it is so splintered. 
because yes. they can't act together and coalesce and, be, and become one entity. We'll be right back after these words. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You and I have both talked to, to Chris Bevilacqua, who's a, a TV consultant. And I remember him sitting me down in 2010 and explaining, like, this is how this works. And, and he said, if the college conferences could ever get together and sell their rights as one, they'd all make a lot more money. This is the sort of thing. This is why the NFL makes some more. It's a single seller. It's the only place to go to get that. There are multiple places to go to get that level of college football. And the 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 reason that it's cheaper is because if you don't get it from here, you can go get it somewhere else. The NFL is the only place to get it. And that's why the NFL, even though it has a bigger audience, it also has a much bigger per eyeball price tag to the TV networks than college football. But maybe this, this is the way until the college conferences decide to play nice, which you and I have a theory on that. Uh, 2036 would be the year. Cause that's when the ACC contract ends that they right. might I mean, the, finally decide the, to do that. The idea that this is way off in the future, but so there's a couple of things going on there. I always thought that that was the next evolution, that the, that the power conferences link arms, and maybe they don't sell all of it exclusively, but they sort of link arms and create, I always thought of it like they'll create the college football network, right? Yes. That would and, be, and, and as a, that and yeah, and has a retro feel like the CFA back in the 1980s, which ended up being blown up because of you know the Supreme Court. But the idea of like no, 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 the CFA was a product of the Supreme Court ruling. That's right. It blew up because right. Notre Dame went to NBC and the SEC and Big East right. went to CBS. Yeah, that's right. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're 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 good at that stuff. You 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 corrected me uh, on that. So so I always thought like the next evolution was them getting together. I always thought that the college football playoff would be the vehicle for them to do that. Now, all of a sudden the sec grabs Texas and Oklahoma by, and by, and by doing so kind of blows up the big 12. So now it makes me wonder if there is much motive as much like, like that doesn't seem to be a logical conclusion anymore. Now the logical conclusion is, the SEC is everybody is everything. The SEC is college football eventually. Everybody, now all restaurants are Taco Bell for those who've watched Demolition Man. <laughs> right, right. Every everything sort of gravitates. The SEC gravitational pull becomes so strong that it pulls in Ohio State and USC and Oregon and everything. So whatever this massive super league becomes, fifty teams, thirty teams, you know, sixty schools. It doesn't. It maybe isn't under the SEC banner, but it sort of coalesces around the SEC, and that entity then sells off to multiple places. To multiple, yeah, becomes the, this is this is the best part of college football, and now we will be what the NFL is. Now, in the meantime, though, we have a more important question, Ralph. Mm-hmm. The SEC will exclusively belong to ESPN starting in 2024 or earlier, if if they can get that CBS deal bought out, but at the very latest 2024, 
Oklahoma and Texas will be in in the SEC by 2025, but probably earlier if they get everything bought out and squared away. So at that point, how valuable is the SEC in the Disney portfolio? Like we, we got Star Wars, we got Marvel, we got Pixar, we got princesses, but how close is Nick Saban to Ariel and Bell? Well, you know, just thinking from a sports perspective, right? Because you're talking about essentially ESPN's portfolio and the NFL is going to trump everything. And the NBA has an international aspect of it. Right. Right? Ratings and we can start getting into like, you know, where the NBA's ratings are compared to college football and the splintering of that. You know, I'm, I'm sure, like the best SEC games are going to outrate the best NBA games. But again, there's there's an international component about going all over the world with with um, with the NBA. But it, it does sort of make you start thinking like my question is, when does Disney add SEC World down in Orlando? <laughs> I like, can't. Because it's it's got to happen, these, right? You're right, because these other things have a larger audience. But I'm not sure if their audiences are more passionate and more willing to just plunk down large sums of money. Like, like the SEC audience is relatively small compared to those other audiences. But man, the SEC audience is willing to spend. Man, they're willing to like they're they're willing to buy the product. So basically, you're saying everything is merely of greater significance to SEC fans. There's probably a shorter way to say that. Yeah, let's just say like like yes, it does mean it does mean more. It means more. It means more to the SEC fans. And you had an SEC Hall of Coaches. To yes, Hall of Animatronic, right? Animatronic Jackie Sherrill castrates a bull. Animatronic Ray Goff loses to Florida and begins selling chicken fingers. Uh, it, it's it's so you have the Bear Bryant hologram talking to the Obi-Wan Kenobi hologram over in Star Wars land, one, one section over? A little synergy, right? Like some cross-sectioning. Here, here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. If I had, I want costume character, SEC costume characters, <laughs> yes. like roaming the park the way the princesses do. And like you, you like if you've ever been to Disney, if you have a little kid, you buy them a, a, an autograph book. And then you go stand online just to have your child have the, an autograph from Belle or, or or Sleeping Beauty or Ariel or Moana. Aurora. Her name is Aurora, Ralph. Or Aurora. Right. And, and the lines are really long. They're really yes. Long. You can also stand online for like Mickey. So I want to know if you had a, like an Ariel line next to the costumed Sabin line or the... <laughs> line who would have a longer line to get their autographs at disney not the real sabin but like a guy who really looks like sabin i just love that there's like there's gonna be a drama major at ucf who's gonna have on his resume that he played steve spurrier at sec land for three years see the the bigger question is do you want like like the princesses where you have an act in this case like dressed up as the princess or do you actually want like a a a mickey mouse style costume for the coaches like the big saban head would be amazing the big saban head and the and the big spurrier head with the with the big visor right like that's that you know like that's where i think that's where this is at like i think that's where we're heading here 
Ralph, I have relatives that would pay so much money to go to this theme park. <laughs> I think it's just a matter of time. I, I really do. I think it's just a matter of time before we have SEC land uh, down in Orlando. And but the whole point of this is, again, like you talk about where it ranks in the portfolio and that's it. I mean, like this is it's super valuable because of the allure of I have to have this right. Mm-hmm. It, almost like no other thing. Certainly in college sports, it's it's fans and consumers saying, I must have this thing and I will pay anything I, I you know you put in front of me for it. Well, and that's the thing I think happens with the Big Ten, because I think the Big Ten's the only other league where people feel that way about their teams. And so that's why I think an exclusive deal with Fox would be worth more money to them. Fox would make more money off of it, probably. And and it and you could say we have this thing that we know you want, and that nobody else has. Now, I don't think there there'd be people lining up to get autographs from uh, Woody and Bo, people in the Woody and Bo suits. I I, I think I think I think it's just you, you have a better chance of getting that at SEC land with with your Spurrier and Saban guys, or with your you know, I mean they, they'll go deep like like. There, there could be a, a playground that's shaped like a golf course where kids can go find Pat Dye's pants. <laughs> I just, I mean, that's another thing. Oh, that's it. Because again, you have been to Disney. I have been to Disney. And with like all the little shops, right? You buy, in my case, it was my daughter. She had to have the, 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 the princess pajamas and the Ariel mm-hmm. pajamas. And you could sell all those SEC coaching you know, iconic garb in those shops. I mean, I know they do that at campuses all over the, all over the SEC, but you could do that in those shops and little versions of it. I, I honestly like just get me on the horn with somebody here. I mean, just we, you're a genius, we, Ralph. I, I you're going to be an Imagineer by the time this podcast is over. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm ready. Sankey Sankey just got a contract extension before we started uh, before we started recording this. Like, get me Sankey on the line. We, he we hasn't might- even thought of this, Ralph. Exactly. I mean, come on. We say he's the he's the alpha male, the alpha dog of all the the commissioners and and all the executives. But has he thought of this? No, he has not. What would be the SEC rides? Like the roller coaster would certainly be Auburn, right? Like the oh, like right, Auburn, right. Auburn if you've seen that, coaster would be terrifying, right? You've seen SEC short the the SEC shorts, folks. They they make the, yes. the sketch comedy SEC shows. They have one on the Auburn roller coaster. It is one of the funniest things (laughs) you will ever see in your life. But you're exactly like the Auburn roller coaster. Not only does it do, you know, have the the highest hill. It goes the fastest when you're going down. It has the most loop-de-loops. But also just every once in a while, the, the restraint fails. That's exactly it. Everyone's roller coaster yeah. malfunctions, right? Yes. Like one out of every 10 years, you might die on the Auburn roller coaster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, do you have the, do you have the LSU one where like everybody comes in and you have to, you have to stir the gumbo pot perfectly <laughs> to be able to, to advance to the next part of the ride, like your roux has to be copper penny colored before you can move on. Right. The LSU, LSU park, a part of the ride. The LSU tailgate experience. Is, is the tailgate experience without question. Right. Right. And you have the old Miss Grove, 
uh, section, which is probably a little more laid back. It's kind of like the Jungle Crew, the, the Jungle Crew, <laughs> or like the the train ride. When they have that little train ride one, which oh yeah, they don't even have that. Get anymore. you from one place to the other, but they kind of make it into a ride because that's what they do in Disney. So that'll be the Grove. You just sort of like you leisurely go through the Grove, and you have to wear like a buttoned up shirt and khakis. Uh, <laughs> And maybe they sell beer at the end and maybe they sell beer at the beginning. (laughs) There's so many possibilities. The, the revenue streams really are endless for sec land. Uh, Really. Disney needs to lock up the sec's rights forever. If they're going to do this, this is the Uh, only way it is uh, without question. But again, I I do, I am continually pondering the question of who is more valuable, Nick Saban or Moana. At this point, I just, I find myself, I mean, Nick's Nick's up there at this point. (laughs) We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. We are not that far away from a point where Disney decides to sell ESPN direct directly to us. But my question is like, do they sell it directly to us as ESPN or as part of ESPN plus, or are we going to be so fed up with all this decentralization because we complained about the cable bundle, but now we complain yeah. about too many streaming services. So what if what if Disney were to offer us some combination of Disney Plus, Hulu, and real ESPN, not ESPN Plus? I know this bundle exists now with ESPN Plus, but real ESPN that has all the college games, that has all the shows. And what would we pay for that? Like, what's the price point for that? I, I think I think you get 20, 25 bucks a month for that. I do think so. Um, because, well, the problem becomes what can you sell me that I feel like I don't need anything else? And that's mm-hmm. become, and that's the problem these days. Yeah. And, and, and it goes right back to our college football conversation where if I'm an SEC fan, am I cool with just having the SEC? I might be. I, I very well might. I think, there, I think there are a lot of SEC fans that would be cool yes. with that. Yes. And if I'm a big fan, big 10 fan, maybe, maybe a little less likely, but it, it is going to be challenging. But then again, that goes all the way back to a conversation we had on, on my podcast last week of this idea. We were trying to make this a national sport. And now we seem to be doing more of dividing in regions where again, and again, if, if these conferences don't come together in some way to, to, to create uh, the college football network where you'll get all the best of the best. Eventually you may be forced to regionalize or maybe more regionalized because like, how much do I have to spend for the PAC 12 and the big 10? I don't know if I'm at like, and maybe, maybe I am, maybe you are. And there's there right. are college football fans who are, but a lot of them are just going to say, no, 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 I'm cool with what I got here. I'm cool with my 16 teams and I'll just read up on the rest and, and scroll through for highlights on Twitter. Well, this, this, by the way, is why I suggested the Big Ten take half the Pac-12 for this very reason. Because mm-hmm. then you have people in two large, you know, very highly populated parts of the country going, I can't live without that. Mm-hmm. Because that's really, that's really what we're talking about at this point. It's, you know, before it was, can we add this school that is in this state where we don't have a school in the footprint and we can add those cable homes and we can get the, the per subscriber fee for our network, which look, look, that still makes significant money for the SEC and the Big Ten. It's making decent money for the ACC, did not make good money for the Pac-12. But this next set, this next round is 
what can't you live without? And there are very few schools that fit that bill. There are very few football programs that fit that bill. Now, I would argue, like, Oklahoma State fans cannot live without Oklahoma State football. The question is, are there enough of them to entice somebody to say, well, we know you'll sell subscriptions? Well, and again, it goes back to the subscription model of of we just want to have everything, right? It's that Netflix, Mm -hmm. at some point, maybe, you know, somebody views Oklahoma State or Iowa State is like, you know what? We want to be able to just, we want we want to have a lot of little audiences and we just want to get people through the door. Because to a certain degree, that's what ESPN is doing right now with the ES- ESPN. It's what, it's, it's what NBC did with when, when it had Formula One, Premier League Soccer. Now it, pay, it, it has wound up paying a lot more for Premier League Soccer as they've gone. But when they first got it, it didn't have a huge audience in America. So it was an affordable thing. And that's what they did is is they loaded up on on niche sports that people were super passionate about. Right. But and ESPN Plus is is sort of following this model now because it's 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 just grabbing every little conference, right? Uh, if you're an OVC fan or a Northeast Conference fan, like you can find your events Patriot League on ESPN Plus and they're not moving the needle that much, but ESPN Plus is taking the 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 strategy at, at first of you know what? If it's six more, that's six more than we had before, right? Like, even if yes. we're not gaining a whole bunch of subscribers, we're just going to give so much choices, so much stuff to choose from that we'll grab from wherever we can. Now, of course, we want the bigger ones. We want the subscriber, the the the, the property that brings in a bigger haul. But we can live with just being everything you know, to everybody of, of grabbing a lot of little audiences and kind of taking like what is the Netflix um, approach of we are going to be everything to everybody and just come on in and you'll find something you like here. Yeah, I am fascinated by where all this goes because we don't know. And there's a wild card in all this. I'm not going to say it's Netflix because I, I, I don't. Netflix has not shown any interest in live events. They no. want things that are evergreen that can be part of the library. But Amazon has shown an interest in live events. And what makes Amazon different is Amazon has a different business model. They want to sell you more stuff. So whatever, whatever they can do that will get you buying more stuff is what they will do. We'll see what happens in the film. Quite guess, literally, yeah. adver- right. Netflix yes. doesn't really do advertising, and Amazon right. has things to advertise. They have products to well, advertise. And not, not only do they have things to advertise, you can press the button on your remote and buy it right there, Again, which is something you couldn't do before. Yeah. Right. 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 So, right. so as I'm watching a football game, I am also able to order my next, you know, lounge chair, like literally like by, by just or a brand of dog food or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. the thing that, that makes that interesting because if what they're doing with the NFL develops an audience and they see increased sales from it, then they'll start going into other sports too. Yeah, I think, you know, and this was uh, John Skipper, the old ESPN exec who was, you know, now running Le- Dan Lebitard's network. And I think he did a podcast recently talking about, and it got a lot of traction because it was pretty interesting inside info. Oh, on, he was spilling the tea. Yeah, on how this stuff works. And uh, he had mentioned like, like as much as over the, you know, linear TV is kind of going away, it's not completely yet. We're still, you know, there's still people our age and a little over our age 
who are kind of cool with commercials, who are used to, who, again, conditioned to go to network television, to go to cable and things along those lines. So this next, very next set of TV deals will probably still have a lot of linear baked in. It's the ones that that are probably this is probably the last the last horse race for that. Over the air, though, is probably still going to be around. That that's the thing. Over the air is still the biggest audience, and and you notice everybody we've mentioned: Fox, NBC, Disney has ABC. Everybody's got an over-the-air network. You know, the, the SEC probably isn't doing this the way they're doing this unless Disney says, "Hey, we're going to put some of your games on ABC now," because that's a, that's still a big audience to reach, and that's the live sports become increasingly more valuable to over-the-air networks because. Over-the-air networks, unlike cable, are funded almost entirely through advertising. You know, they have retransmission fees and stuff, but it's not the same thing as a subscriber fee. And your advertising is is your biggest moneymaker. What is the only thing that we watch commercials during? Live sports. sports. It's the only thing that's still appointment television because especially in a world where – um, you know, it, it's funny. I've always argued with my brother. My brother has always been a person who will, oh, I'm taping the game. Don't tell me what happens. I'm recording the game. And he'll do this with the Mets like every night. He'll do this with Notre Dame games. His wife is a Notre Dame fan and alum. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like, if you know, like, all you have to do is pop onto Twitter to get the score. Like, you can find that score anywhere. Like, how do you, like, I can't. How do you do- avoid it? Yeah, I can't avoid it. And I also don't want to. Like, I want to know now. I don't want to wait two hours from now to find out what happened. But he is the outlier there. Most fans are that. They want to sort of know now. And they will do the appointment television of live sports. And listen, as much as all the ratings are down, all the ratings are down for everything in the world. All the ratings are down on TV they the the live sports ratings are still better than everything else. Right. They're not as good as they used to be, but they are better than everything else. Yes, all the Twitter, oh, this is down, it's dying. Oh, this is down, it's dying is all nonsense because it's all still better than everything else. Yeah, it it is going to be amazing to see what happens. Ralph, we'll we'll watch these games however and we'll still write and talk about them, but I'm excited for 2027 when you and I can meet up in Orlando and get together and ride how mummies, Kentucky, Chuck and duck. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, Ralph. Thanks. Andy.